0: Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews and I just decided to come on here this Friday night. I just got done watching General Hospital so that's what we will be recapping tonight. I grew up on the soap operas so the thing is I have a feeling it's going to be hard to grow my audience because I'm very diverse. Uh, my favorite topics to talk about is true crime. I love true crime. I love gangsta, gangsta movies, gangster shows. So in the future, we're definitely going to continue reviewing Cruel Summer. And we will start doing the Narcos and the Snowfall. And that's where my passion is at. And we will get to that. But I want to go in debt when we talk about each episode And I I love getting into the origin of the story. So we'll be talking about the real people, the real stories on who is um, kind of based on. So we'll definitely be getting into that. But I love romance too. I grew up around my grandparents, my mother, um, grew up watching all my children, One Life to Live, General Hospital, Um, so when I say this, I'm not bashing General Hospital because I don't want it to go nowhere. But the writers, they, they have to get better. I quit watching for two weeks because I got so mad with the storyline. It's ridiculous. And let's talk about it. So today's episode, you got Maxie and Brooklyn coming, trying to stall Peter. Sonny with the same amnesia storyline. Willow crying as usual. I'm just like, what are the writers doing? Didn't we just get out of quarantine? Didn't you guys have plenty of times to write a good script? Because this is ridiculous. It's 2021 and you got Sonny who's supposed to be a big mobster. He's in New York, just in a small town and nobody knows who he is. They don't have social media. In the 80s, everybody knew who John Gotti was. It's 2021. Social media. Everything. Internet. And nobody knows where Sonny at. Then they ruining Cameron character. He overacts. He's over mean. And now they got him kissing Jocelyn. But, little Junior Carly over here. It just makes no sense. And... I want the writers to get it together before they get canceled. I love the soap operas. I don't want them to go anywhere. I was so hurt when they canceled One Life to Live because that was my all-time favorite. Um, I grew up watching like Merrill's Place, Beverly Hills, 90210, Sunset Beach. I used to be a big fan of Passions and that storyline went nowhere. It's like you could quit watching Passion for two years and then you come back and it's just on the next day. So it's 2021 y'all got to pick it up the reality shows are already and took over which I hate but <laughs> they they gotta gotta do better and sometimes um I go back and I watch old reruns because I am a nostalgic f- freak I'm very weird and um I go back and watch I'm obsessed with the 90s and the 80s so I go back and watch certain storylines and I'm just like this was writing, this was acting, you know, it's just ridiculous, (laughs) Um, so yeah, I just want to talk about General Hospital, kind of rant and rave, it's Friday night, I ain't got nothing to do, just got done watching TV, been, had a long day, Um, still working on my book, so I'm excited to share that with my audience when that comes out, my book will kind of be based off, say, if you in if you mix belly with a little bit of boys in the hood with a little bit of paid in full, it's kind of like that more storyline is going to be in the nineties and take you into the two thousands. And then I do plan on releasing a sequel after that. So like my, 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 um, <clears throat> my platform will be all over the place. So that's why I said it's kind of going to be hard for me to grow my audience, but I love to talk. I love to recap on what I'm into, so it's kind of going to be over all the place. One minute we're going to be talking about Narcos, then we're going to get into Snowfall. I definitely have two important shows that's going to be important to me coming up. We will be, um, in June, are two of my favorite celebrities' birthdays. So we're going to be doing a tribute to Michael Jackson. Yes, I'm a moonwalker, and I am a Tupac stan, so we are going to go do two tributes to them. I'm doing a um, recap of the verses tomorrow night, so tune in as we recap and, you know, talk about our favorite songs and who we want, who won, and, you know, just talk about the stories. I already see them hating on social media with Tiny, talking like, about how she doing the verses, shouldn't she be trying to fight her court case? And that's the world we live in now. What happened to innocent into proven guilty? Now a rumor comes out and they're automatically guilty, but I'm getting off topic. Let's get back to the soap operas because this is a... Uh, Soap opera podcast tonight But yeah, I'm just getting tired of the storyline Like, I'm ready for Sunny to come back home And what is Carly doing at the five families it's so unrealistic it's so stupid i'm just like come on y'all i don't i want y'all to get it together i want y'all need to let me write for y'all you, we, i don't want general hospital to get canceled i don't want it to go nowhere and i'll be on instagram on i follow them on instagram and i'm seeing all of the fans just get so frustrated like come on now what's going on this is so stupid so y'all need to bring sunny back home Y'all need to put Carly, sit Carly down somewhere. Carly is just too big. I love Laura Wright. She is an amazing actress. I'm not taking anything from her. But it's just like, it's just too much Carly sometimes. I'm not even a Nina fan, and I can't stand her, but um, I was happy when they put those two against each other. So it was like Carly had someone who was just big and bad. You got Carly who just act like she run this town. And I'm a general hospital fan. I mean, you can quiz me on it. I know everything from the 80s to the 90s. And I'm like, Carly, didn't you come in about 1997 stealing your mama's husband and uh, dr- drugging AJ, uh, using Michael, playing him as everybody's son. So I kind of really want them to get it together. They got her now the queen of the show. And I. That's, yes, that used to be my favorite character because I loved, um, Sarah Jo Brown. Like I said, I grew up in the 90s. I always have to say that because that's my favorite era. So when she came to General Hospital, I used to always be over my grandma's house. And even my mom, she loved watching the soap operas too. So we would always watch it together. Um, <clears throat> and I, we would always have to record them for my grandmother when she'd be working. So I also was young. So I used to watch VR Troopers. So when Sarah Jo Brown came on, I loved it. Her, she was automatically one of my favorite characters. And she was just a straight villain. But I'm like, now they just got her being the soup. She's the mob boss which makes no sense, and like I said, I'm a true crime friend, I'm a mafia fan, and definitely um, off topic, but we definitely will be um, doing my favorite top 20 mob movies, because I love to get to the origin of the stories, mob movies are my favorite, and we're going to break it down to um, my fa- my top 20 to number one, and then I like getting to the origin of it, so we'll be talking about the real story, and what happened, who it was based off, and what happened to them, because the, sto- um, the movies, you know, they have to dr- dramatize for Hollywood. So it's never based just off everything. It, sometimes it's completely different. So I'm going to love to talk about that as well. Uh I just have to get, get it together. I'm brand new at this. I know I have a lot of work to do, a lot of improvement to do. That's one reason why I started the podcast before my YouTube channel. Um, I know some of the comments can be brutal and I have a lot of improvement to do. So I'm working on it and I love giving my new audience, if you are tuning in, just the real me. Love being honest, you know, being transparent. So, um I'm all over the place, so we'll we'll definitely get to that. But back to GH. I'm just like Willow is the biggest crybaby. She's always crying her and Michael act like they're 3 years old around each other. It makes no sense. And when they took Franco off it it just it really pissed me off i'm like and then they bringing him back as a as another character and see that's the type of stuff that is it sounds you know it's the soap opera so you know it's gonna be dramatic but you don't have to be this dramatic to where your fans just get through completely off now if they bring franco back roger howard And when they had him playing Franco, I'm just like, you guys are doing him under justice. He is an amazing actor. Actually, he's one of my favorite soap characters, my soap, favorite soap actors. When they had him playing Franco, it was just a boring character. So I was mad that he left as an actor because he's one of my faves, but I'm happy they're bringing him back and I hope they're bringing him back as Todd. But it's like, you couldn't even make a Todd Manning story in 2021 you know everything is so sensitive everything is cancel culture i'm over it and i think most of the people is just over the cancel culture people love real story stories we love authentic stories the world is not just the damn you know it's just it's just not we are the world you know it's a it's a dark world so we want to see dark stories realistic stories um and and so if they bring him back as Ty Manning and they write it right, I am all in. But they need to do something. They need to bring Sonny back. They need to bring Sonny back to that old mobster how he was. You know, they need to bring the Casadines back, you know, they need to bring that the origins of it is so much history in general, in general hospital, and they coming up with these ridiculous storylines. It just makes no sense. They got Sam running around like she's superwoman. Jason is Batman. I I just don't don't get it, you know, but I am for um Jason and Brick getting together. I'm feeling that little thing because they're totally uh, you wouldn't expect them to be as a couple, so I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that. I love Brooklyn's character, I like Valentine's character. Um, I love. I like. I like Peter as an actor. Um, but they need to do something with his character as well. They let him just run around, run the whole town, and get away with it. You know, it's just so much they can do with it. You got Olivia. She just gets on my nerves. Everybody get on my nerves. Like, they need some, some better writing. Some more exciting writing. It's 2021. You can come up with all good storylines. Um, Back in the 90s, um, I just want to talk about some of my favorite storylines at General Hospital. Some of my favorite couples were, um, number one, Luke and Laura. They could never tell that story to this day. Like, um... In 2021, trying to write a Luke and Laura story, and yeah, it was dark. He did rape her at um in the disco club, and they made them this fairy tale. But you know what? Women tuned in. It um back, but back in the 80s, I can't say men watched a lot of the soap operas too because a lot of people only had maybe one or two TVs in their homes. But it, the stories were so much better. Even the great Elizabeth Taylor, she loved Luke and Laura's story so much. She acts, she's a top a tier Hollywood actress. She acts because she go on the show. So it's just like, you guys come from such a great background and, and you guys are ruining my show and I don't want you to get canceled and put another boring talk show on with people giving scripted feelings because now you have to just say everything's so politically correct. <clears throat> Going back, I, I I watch a lot of old stuff. I, I I stay on YouTube, so I I watch a lot of old talk shows and people just were more real. You know, you could just have people being authentic, more real. Not everything is so politically correct and oh, I'm not educated on this. Let me apologize. You know, we just get tired of that. So I I'm I'm not saying saying it to want to destroy their show or ruin their ratings even more. It's just I want them to improve. I don't want them to get canceled and. I got so irritated with on how boring it was and how Sonny was playing this dramatic character, and it had it, it just was just too much. So I quit watching it um, for two weeks, and then I just went back today and caught the Friday episode. And Sonny's still missing. Now he's kicking it with Nina, which is ridiculous. Jack still blames Sonny for everything, which he gets on my nerves, and his daughter gets on my nerves. Cameron acting getting on my nerves Elizabeth finally got a man now he gone it is just annoying so the like let's talk about the or you know the origins of what they could do with the show you know like how they could bring some of the um, they could even bring new actresses on and stem them on from the family lines General Hospital has such a rich background. It's so much storytelling you could do with that. You could bring on Dylan. You know, even if um I forgot the actor's real name. But they could bring on a new Dylan and, you know, bring the quartermains back. General Hospital was the quartermains. Now it's just like one quartermain left. It's just so ridiculous. It's I I know I keep saying that But it's just so ridiculous You know like my favorite storylines In super couples was Luke and Laura You know on how You know that was one dark night When he raped her And they got married And made them the super couple of all time I loved it when um after they went on a run and they came back, I believe that was like in 1993. And then he was running his little nightclub. They used to have the jazz, have BB King uh premiering in there, coming to sing. And then he was working with Sonny as his business partner. That was one of my favorite time errors of that because it was just so real. And then it stemmed into Luke and Laura. They're running the club, going through their thing. And then we had Mary Woodward, uh, Mary Mary. I can't think of her name, but the the black older beautiful woman. Um, she was the singer, Miss Mary. I can't think of her last name on the show. It'll come to me. But um, they had her. She had the the house where she used to have all the kids and everything. And it was so much more realistic. And even on how they brought Sonny in. At first he was the pimp who had the strip club, and then he got with Brenda, and then him and Brenda though that was my my other favorite super couple. They were so real. She was the brat, the young supermodel. She never could find her way 'cause she was obsessed with Jagger. And when she got with Sonny, they just were on fire together. And he was so so hot and sexy. Then they had L and B. They had Lois. She had the long nail straight Brooklyn chick coming in there. It was just so much more dynamic and, and real. You know, we had the the gangster stuff and it was more realistic than of course it was soap opera so they couldn't go straight, you know, mafia style. But they did a pretty good job. Um, I think his name was Gotcha. I could be wrong. It was something gotcha. He he was that writer then. And when he um put his, his uh writing skills in there and brought the mafia in there, that just made it a little bit more dynamic. Because Luke played the, the gangster role working for Frank. But when they brought Sonny in And Joe Costello from New York, it just made it more real. And then they had Brenda playing a supermodel, but she was the brat. And then when they brought the dynamic in, that was such a great storyline. When they brought in Lily, because her father was the big gangster from Puerto Rico. And then he had to marry her, um... get out of prison but you know his thing was okay i'll get you out and i will give you power but you have to marry lily that was great storytelling even if you go back and watch it and it's this girl shout out to her nisha love she got this channel and she got all of the Brenda and Sonny storylines on there. So you go back and it's just nostalgic, and you just watch it. And one day I was sitting there. I think I spent the whole Saturday watching old reruns, and I was like, "This was just dope, right?" And this one, this was my show because the soap operas—they've been around for so long, and they just carry the family members on to where you feel like you know that's a part of your family. You go and it's fantasy land. The world is a dark place. You can just go and escape your world and. You know, it's just amazing on that, and I just don't want them to ruin the show. And every storyline they're telling right now is really pissing me off. The only thing, the the one couple that I am loving on GH now is Ava and um, Nicholas. I don't. At first, I wasn't feeling it. I thought she looked too old for him, and then I thought he was just corny because I loved it. The um Tyler Christopher, the original Nicholas, but their dynamic that their chemistry they rock so i'm I'm feeling them as a couple now and um but back to like the 90s of it like luke and laura then they moved into the sunny world and they were all like one big family they had mike he was the the, the gambler back then and you know sunny felt abandoned as him leaving him as a child so they had worked in that storyline and, and one of the greatest storylines that they ever told that was so realistic was with Stone and Robin. If you watch it to this day, you'll cry because that's when the AIDS epidemic was so bad. And that's when people just were dying left to right from AIDS and they didn't really have you know any hope for it. It was just that. And that storyline on how they did it was just so beautiful and then they didn't make it to where it was a fairy tale because she was the good girl who lost her virginity and the first time she had sex she caught the hiv and he died but she stayed there by his side his death scene it was just so real and and, and it just it it was beautiful the way how they did that it wasn't sugar-coated it was real and even on how another one of my favorite storylines is when they brought lily in and then Sonny was so obsessed with still with brenda because that was like his his true love before carly and on how he was so obsessed with her but he knew taking that risk was going to be the end of him because he knew he wasn't supposed to leave lily and when that bomb happened in the car and it was meant for him and brenda and she was pregnant and walking to the way i did was so dramatic on she walked to the car and the music and luke and sunny and mike standing there watching her walk in slow motion and then brenda mary and jacks um, it was just so dope you know that like those storylines they just hold a piece in your heart because you know you remember watching them you remember where you were like i remember when um lily and uh brenda fights were so just off the top you know Uh, i remember we was over one of my great aunt's house and i just got so excited i was a little girl and uh lily walks in and brenda goes and check her like are you happy bitch (laughs) you know what i'm saying but she just did it so real like i I, those were just so many great storylines that stuck with you um yeah that that was another one um let me see another one that I loved. I loved the Karen and Jagger story. The Karen and Jagger story, that that's another super couple of mine. She was the good girl in love um in love with the bad boy. He didn't have no family. He lived with Ruby and and Jason Quatermain, that's when he was Jason Quatermain. He was in love with her and she left. And, you know, she got the stripping for Sonny. That's when they brought Sonny on and he was the bad boy. And her, um, that's when they touched on like sexual abuse. She had, um, suppressed it. And remember, she was, uh, sexually assaulted when she was little by her mother's boyfriend. And then Jagger saved her out of that. See, those were just realistic storylines. They used to be at the boxing ring, it was New York. Um, So that was another top one for me. I'm trying to think of another one. Another one, if you go back and you look on... It's a YouTube click. Shout out to Nisha Love. Again, it's her channel. She got every upload of, like, Sunny and Brenda on there. And it was the um, monologue of... The the way how they did the monologue, Laura was in her room rocking Baby Lulu at the time. And she was singing Rockin' My Baby... And on how the shooting scene happened, and that's when Stone first found out he had AIDS, and the shootout happened, and he uh ducked Robin down, and he got shot, and he found out he had AIDS, but nobody knew, so when he got blood splattered over her, he got to just freaking out, and she like, what's wrong, and he ran off crying, and Brenda got shot down in the shower, and then how Sonny... And Luke and Lucky got into the shoot shootout in the house. It was just so realistic. Now, that was good writing. That was the general hospital that drew you in. And you were waiting for those clips on Fridays. That cliffhanger waiting for Monday. It just kept you in. Now, it is just straight boring. You have to fast forward through everything. I have to fast forward through Willow and Michael acting like they're two years old and scared to talk to each other. I get tired of hearing about Wiley. How much can you hear about baby Wiley? I mean, come on now. We know you just baby, but come on now. They just got so much. <laughs> I'm like, y'all, we just got out of, we're still in a pandemic. Y'all were shut down for weeks, and y'all couldn't come up with no better, no better storyline than this. I am feeling if they hook up uh, Brando and Sasha, I think that would be a good couple. I was um, sad to see them break up. But then again, I got tired of Michael gazing over Willow. So, I just felt bad for Sasha. And I think she'd be a good mix for um, Brando. I thought they were going somewhere with Lucy reopening up Deception. Because back in the day, Brenda was the top supermodel. So, I thought they was going to bring back some 90s nostalgic and kind of, you know, kind of make that storyline go bigger than what it is. And I'm like, even though it's COVID and y'all can't do like all the love scenes and everything, it's still so much good writing you can do besides this mess. It it makes no sense. And now that I'm writing a book, I think I'm a real writer. So it's just like bring me on y'all team. We can come up with some stuff. But anyway, back to the back in the day on how certain storylines they just stood out with you and they were just amazing. Um so I talked about Lily She was one of my favorite characters, even though I loved it. Sunny and Brenda together, Lily brought a good concept to the show. She was like a good antagonist for Brenda. Like, that was just a dope storyline. On how they had the Sunny and um, Luke's friendship, that was just a dope storyline. And and in the Stone and Robin, and on how it carries on every year in a nurse's ball. It, it that was just the touching storyline that was like the best storyline of all and then with the the Luke and Laura, you know and and the fun fact is General Hospital was on its way getting canceled in 83 because the ratings were so low all my children and one like the limb and next Ex- and Ex- Nixon and Nixon was killing um Agnes Nixon she was killing Gloria. Knox, the one who wrote general Hospital in ratings, so they had to do something to do a shock value and that's when they did the um when the the Luke and Laura storyline when he raped her at the disco bar and that shot them up to the number one show at the time, so you cannot tell me you don't have to do this. You know, sometimes everything is so politically correct They're scared to touch on certain things But that's what draws audiences in We don't want to just see We are the world all the time You know, it's a dark world You want realistic realistic storylines The soap operas are meant to take you from your land It's escape world You just go in there, you enjoy it It's the same families for years So you feel like they're your families So those, those are I get tired of watching reality shows You know, it's just It's ridiculous It's ruined TV That's why I watch a lot of stuff now and back in the day because those are really soap, soap operas even like on the holiday episodes it made you feel like you were really you know seeing families together for real in the holidays they were just so special and, and they they stood a test of time so sometimes I'd rather watch the reruns than what they got out now but yeah so I talked the Karen and Jagger um Sonny and Brenda and then Lily and Sonny and Luke and Laura, those are my favorite ones. Another one is another great storyline that went, they could have did much more with it, but it it, it did dope, like on how J- when Jason was Jason Quartermain, and when he got into the accident, and AJ was the one who was drunk and drove him in the, uh, the thing, and he woke up with brain damage and started working for Sonny. Now that was good writing. That was amazing storyline. And then it brought on the future 30 year feud with AJ and Jason. And AJ became the villain forever. I always thought that was wrong on how they dangled Michael around where one minute he Tony's son, then he uh <laughs> then he Jason's son, now he's Sonny's son. Like Carly was off the chain and now she's just the she's just the whole show like it's just like she do no wrong when I was watching it today uh junior Carly and junior Jax which I hate Jax she she up there tripping on camera like he can't grieve I'm like come on you gotta make it realistic y'all acting like he just supposed to act perfect and his stepdaddy the only dad he knew who he loved who saved his life he's grieving and y'all acting like he's supposed to get over it but when Trina was grieving over um tagger They let her just act like a little brat all over the place, acting stupid as I don't know what. And now Cameron just supposed to get over it because Jocelyn said so. And how they killed Dev off, that just irritated me. They could have made that character, that's why I'm like, what are the writers doing? They could have made that character go so far. He could have been like another stone because everybody who grew up on GH know Sonny loves to take in you know people off the street and and help them out look Stone was like the street kid they would say and he took him in he he paid all his medical bills when he caught AIDS look how he took Jason in and you know groomed him to be you know so they could have did so much with dev character the way how they wrote him off and played them I'm like y'all y'all playing y'all own ratings y'all better get it together Um, but yeah, the Robin and and Stone storyline, even I was liking the Jason and, um, and Robin, that was another good storyline. That was a really good storyline. Um, I liked it back in the day. I liked it when they had acted like they were going to put, um, and Jason and uh, Carly together. Um, I like, I hated how she took him away from, um, Robin and how she dangled Michael, using him as an excuse for everything but that even would have been a really good storyline I think they kind of played themselves when they made Sonny sleep with her and then marry her because it kind of made it seem like he wasn't as loyal to Jason and Jason was so loyal to him but even with Jason his character is good I love Steve Burton I don't want him to go anywhere but it's so much more they could do with it like why are you guys making Jason who the origin of his story is he's really a rich boy you know even though he he got brain damaged and started over it's so much more you could do with it bring on some competition i mean y'all got cyrus bring us some more younger competition you know it's just not realistic is um the mafia is so big make it to where it's more competition more excitement besides just cyrus it just uh it just irritates me um but, yeah, like, it's, it's just stupid. Even when they killed Emily off, that was a mistake. They just could have made her go away for a while. Like, they killed off all the Quartermains. Um, I loved it, Luke and Laura, but one thing I did like, I thought him and Tracy Quartermain was funny as a couple. Because uh, she, she was so funny. I love Tracy Quartermain. That's one of my favorite characters as well. But it's so much more. They could have did. They need to bring the quartermains back. They need to bring Sonny back. They need to bring on some good gang comp. Some good, uh, you know, mafia competition. Where everybody just not scatter them. And Carly just don't run the whole city. Like that type of stuff just makes no sense. You know. Jack's characters gets on my nerves. I always hated Jack's character. He was needed. Because if you remember like in the 90's. Uh, Brenda was so obsessed with Sunny so she did need she used to play herself so she did need that one person to have her back but Jax is just an annoying character they could even bring some Cassidines back you know like it's so much they could do with it let me help y'all out y'all can bring the Castadines back bring a powerful Cassidine bring a villain a strong villain Um, like you know even just make up a, a daughter, you know, a little drink we tired of the old lady Cassadine, even though she great, but she's getting older. Bring on like a younger version of a Cassidy, a villain who could shake some stuff up. Um, make Sonny back how he used to be. Now they just got him just a mess. It just irritates me, and I love Marie Spinard. Like I said, it's not a knock on the show because I don't want it to go nowhere. But they gotta, they gotta get their writing together. They gotta make some better storylines. They gotta get more in the glimpse of the of the history of the show, and bring out the origins of the story and let them expand. And that will bring your audience back because people get they get tired of reality shows. Sometimes we just want fantasy land where we want to escape. But now the way how they're writing it, you're falling asleep more than escaping and Feeling like you watching your extended family on TV like you used to. But yeah, the Brenda and Sunny, the Luke and Laura's. Um, General Hospital used to be like one of my faves. My all-time favorite was One Life to Live. Ty and Blair. That's my number one super super couple of all the soap couples. Like... For me, it goes One Life to Live was my favorite, and then General Hospital, then All My Children. Um, But One Life to Live, if you talk about two great actresses who had chemistry together, that was Dorian and um, Vicky. When Michael Malone was writing for One Life to Live in the 90s, especially I think he came on like in 92, he left in 97, and you could see the change. It was still good. Um, but you can see the change. The 1994 storyline, when they uh, did Vicky, when she had the DID, because she had suppressed her memories of her father for years. And then when they started writing a book about her dad, like his autobiography, and then certain stuff started coming back. And then when Dorian mentioned it and she snapped, and then she became the Tommy, then she went the Gene, and then she went uh, uh <clears throat> tori that was good writing even like the theatrical music and then when they would go into the piano segment of it it just was good writing and and it, it just made you feel like you're watching a really good show and and they were in their mid 40s just great actresses and the way they brought that chemistry out and they had it that they had it that lifetime rival you know we were here for that that was like one of the best storylines in One Life to Live is with the DID and how they entered in Todd Manning was her brother and then they had Tina on there she was acting like she was married to David Vickers but and he was acting like he was the heir of the family um even when they had Cassie on there with Andrew and then the I would say that was my favorite storyline, is with the DID and how they brought Todd on. And then the, my second favorite storyline was the Todd and Marty um, gang rape storyline. That was that was great writing and it was realistic because back in those days, um, and even to this day, the fraternity, uh, the the colleges, and then you had the fraternity brothers. They were doing a lot of gang rapes and everything. So, the way how they brought that storyline out, it was so realistic and then, on how Todd was like the guy who you hated because he was like the number one villain he he was awful, but he was just so good at it and then, when he met Blair and Blair was like the girl who everybody hated like it it was like it was like you kind of rooted for them because everybody hated Todd, and everybody hated Blair because she had um broke up Max and Luna marriage. Like I'm a soap opera historian, so I know all the storylines, honey. All right, just work. If you if you watching this, if you're listening to this, and like I said, it's a soap opera show. So if you've been watching for years, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, catch me next week or tomorrow for the verses. But just talking about the soap operas, uh, back to the the um the villains of it. It was, it was like how they met. They didn't have nothing. They was broke. They had no money everybody hated them like they could walk into walk into the, the store and everybody hated them and then how they met and, and the, the the scene where they met in the bar is so iconic they uh he walk in and uh he's the, the song in the background dang I forgot what it's called um it'll come to me but that, that if you go and just pull it up it's on YouTube if you just go and pull it up it's so iconic on how they became this amazing super couple shout out to Michael Malone he was a dope Writer, he was good, and after I get done writing my novel, I don't always just want to do uh, street topics and 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 gangster topics. I would love to like make a a, a romance story, and I started um, doing a script on it already, and it kind of will be similar based off the Todd and Blair story, but I kind of you know rearranged a lot of stuff and 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 made it my own. It's it's, it's the script so far. I'm already falling in love with how I did it um but that'll be way long from now uh, my passion project is my book i'm working on now but even um back to them when they when they met and everybody hated them then he found out he was the the lord heir and coming into 27.8 million dollars and then he married he fell in love with Blair and he married her and they just became like this rich couple and, and, and just powerful, he opened up the newspaper, you know, it, it it was just dope, you know, to see two villains like that, who didn't have nobody come up, because, you know, you love to hate the villains, but most of the time, you always root for them, but yeah, that was really good writing, and then, um, when he opened up the newspaper, and then found out that she had lied about being pregnant, because she found out he was the heir, and um, the, 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 the famous, Everybody always compare the the famous part where he found out she was lying about the pregnancy and confronted her. They call it the belt scene. And he, like, just got the going off on her. They always compare that to that famous scene from General Hospital, the wire scene. When um Sonny found out Brenda wore the wire, that is the most iconic scene uh on general hospital to be honest that that one stands out people still talk about that to this day you know in the soap opera world about the wire scene they always compare that the belt scene with todd and blair when he found out she faked her pregnancy to the wire scene see those type of things you know if you if you look at it now how they try to push all the me too and the feminist crap um They'd be like, Oh, that's toxic. Who would wanna watch this? We wanna watch real stories. We wanna watch the drama, you know, that that's what brings good ratings. And those were good shows and good writing back in the day. But yeah, Todd and Blair, that's my ultimate favorite couple. And then when um he he died, well, they thought he died and he came back a year later. Um, and now he caught her sleeping with Patrick Thornhart, who was connected to Marty from the gang rape. Um the the music they used to play when when Todd came in, it was so scary. Like it was just dope writing. That was good writing. And and how they did the gang rape and then a trial and um then all of a sudden him and Marty started confiding in each other, which was weird because he had, you know, did all that stuff to her. Um, not only did he rape her, but he traumatized her and scared her, but he also saved her life. Then she saved his life. It, but it was it, it drew you in and it was really good writing. Um, Blair, she is an amazing actress. Like, even, they could have did so much stuff when they brought the Mannings on the General Hospital. Instead of making her and Carly friends, better writing would have been the, they were two powerful actresses and, you know, kind of came from a different, you know, the same world, but a different world. Like, how Blair was powerful in Landview and Carly was powerful in in, uh, Port Charles. They could have made them rivals and the families go against each other. It's just so much more... could have done you know but yeah the that was good storytelling and then even uh, when you know in the 2000s when they brought Jessica and she had the DID and she was testing in Jess that was good storytelling I don't know what they're doing now I wish they would bring one life to live back because that was my favorite one um all my children I was into but I was much younger, and that always came on when I was still in school. So I would catch up on it. Like, if I was over at my grandma's house and we was watching reruns. I mean, not reruns, but watching it um, on VHS after we recorded it for her. So all my children I was into, but um, One Life to Live in General Hospital was my ultimate favorite. And then, like I said, I used to watch Passion, Sunset Beach, um... I used to like even the um, the Aaron Spelling shows. He was an amazing actor and producer. I mean, amazing writer and producer. Um, *Merrill's Place*. If you go watch to watch the original *Merrill's Place*, and you just watch the storylines, that was good writing, the drama, and everything. You know. So yeah, that was just my my rant on the soap operas. Uh, we can do a deep dive one day and just talk about some iconic storylines and go into detail. But I don't definitely don't want them to get canceled. But I'm really bored with this and it's kind of stupid. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to come on and talk about that. Um, tomorrow night I will do another pod because we will be record. I'll be recording after the verses go off. I don't know if I got SWV or Escape. I ain't got neither one of them because they both um, is my uh, like growing up i play their albums from front to back. I knew every song, especially Escape. So we'll definitely do a recap, one on um, song on song, seeing what song beat out which song. And then we'll start the Narcos and Snowfire reviews in a couple of weeks, Um, working on this book and making a lot of progress and then getting uh, prepared for my move. So like I said, I'll get more consistent. It probably will be hard to grow a fan base on my show because... I'm kind of all over the place. Um, my favorite topic is true crime. And we'll be doing a lot of documentaries. But sometimes I just like to get on here and talk about other stuff. So I just got watch, got done watching General Hospital and wanted to vent. And like I said before, some people don't be wanting to hear you talk. <laughs> so I brought a podcast. I got a podcast. Eventually, I'll try to move to a YouTube channel. But I'm trying to get better you know, in the pod world, so just gonna do, you know, my podcast here from now, and if you're listening, I hope you're enjoying, if you have any feedback, or, you know, me to talk about something else, you can feel free to DM me, you can look me up on, I'm on Instagram under Alicia Shanice, um, you can follow my playlist, I love music, so we'll definitely do some music reviews, um, I got some dope playlists on Spotify, most of them are under Alicia Shanice, I got one under Alicia Shanice, love the blues, Alicia Shanice love 90s hip hop, Alicia Shanice loves um, early 2000s, um, Alicia Shanice loves soft rock, because I love rock music too, in the 90s, in the 80s, I love like Bon Jovi and Chris Isaac, but like I said, I grew up on the soap operas, like girls place, so like you learned a lot from watching those shows, um, you can follow me on there. I'm not, I don't really do Facebook like that. I got a Facebook page. But if you're listening and you want to send me a friend request, um, I don't accept everybody. But if you um, if you definitely message me and just say, hey, I was listening to your podcast, I will accept you. But I don't just accept anybody on Facebook. i barely on Facebook. I'm more on Instagram. Um, but you can look me up on there as well. So, yeah, I'll do another pod tomorrow. We're going to recap the versus battle. And then I'll do a Cruel Intentions re- Cruel, um, I said Cruel Intentions, Um, Cruel Summer, I'll we'll do another Cruel Summer review, I'll do that Wednesday night, or Thursday morning, one or the other, but yeah, I just wanted to come on and talk about my soap operas, because I was, I quit watching it for two weeks, then I watched it tonight, and I was just like, what are they doing, and then I just love the iconic storylines, and I, I love to talk about them, like Todd, his, 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 Character that's my ultimate favorite favorite. Like if I if I look at my favorite super couples, it would have to be if I go on General Hospital, it would be Luke and Laura. They should have never split them up on how iconic they was. And then Brenda and Sunny for sure. And then um, Karen and Jagger. And they really could have did something with Jason and Carly, especially when she plays Sarah Jo Brown. They could have did something. They could have did something special with that character. Um, So those are my four favorite. Let me give another one. Who can I think of on GH? Um, You know who else was dope? Sean and Tiffany. Sean and Tiffany, they was funny. They was real funny. So, yeah, those are my five on GH. And then on One Life to Live, my favorite five super couples was number one, Todd and Blair. That's my ultimate favorite. And then I loved... Um, Jessica, when she was with Christian and Vicky and Clint, for sure, and then I'm trying to see that's three my fourth super couple on one life to live I'm trying to think'm trying to think I'm trying to think I like that Marty and Patrick together. I hated Patrick because um he was like. A ride really brought there for Todd, but I did like Marty and Patrick together. And then I liked it. Um let me think, let me think. Dorian and David. Yeah, Dorian and David. So those are my favorite top five super couples for um One Life to Live. Then all my children, Erica and Dimitri amita and bobby amita she was her character wasn't as strong but she was um maria little sister so uh, uh, amita and bobby definitely david and um no not david like i said i did not watch all my children that much i would say um mimi and derek erica and dimitri Maria and Edmund, and then Haley and Mateo and Amita and Bobby. So yeah, I am a soap opera historian, honey. I know all the storylines. I love talking about them. So if you like talking about soap operas, we can definitely talk about some of our favorite old storylines and what how they ruined them, you know, and how they don't just go make it real like it used to be. So I just wanted to get on here and talk and give another pod and do my rant and rave because I was irritated and talk about the 90s of my favorite era and um, upcoming pods that I do have in June. We're going to do a Tupac tribute. We're going to be playing some Pac music. We're going to do some Michael Jackson Uh, tribute we playing some uh we gonna have two two tributes to them we got the narcos coming and when we get into narcos we gonna go deep that's why i'm not rushing to get to narcos because i want to talk about what happened and then we'll talk about the real stories because like oh my god i want to get into the LaQuica storyline and the the history of that and how he's in prison and what he got going on now and i want to get into pablo and what pablo really stood for it, and I want to talk about the murder um, of Gotcha, because Gotcha was bigger than Pablo, So uh, the Narcos, we're going to deep dive in that. We're going to talk about the real story. We're going to just talk about the episodes. But I'm taking my time because I want to do that very authentic. And when I get to talking about Narcos, I I get into it. We're going to definitely get into Snowfall. I'm not in a rush to get into Snowfall because I want to start doing it before they bring out season five. So we'll do weekly episodes of that just recapping each episode and then talking about the real origins of it as well. But then when it start coming back on, we'll do weekly recaps. Now those ones I'm going to get into because those are my favorite shows. We'll, we'll definitely recap power and um, 50 shows like 50. I I love me some 50 cent. And I see, I I love what 50 stands for. 50 was blackballed for years and to see what, He had to overcome with the whole industry, blackballing him, not wanting to deal with him, him being shot, him just going through all of that and seeing what he is now. I'm telling you, that inspires me. Like, that, that, that inspires me right there. I even wrote him on Instagram, like, you inspire me. Um my mom was saying oh you're writing this book you you should try to get your script to Tyler Perry I said I wouldn't you know offense, but I wouldn't want I love what Tyler Perry ain't done but I wouldn't want him touching my script like 50 that's the type of stuff I love to love love to watch and the music I'm into and all of that so yeah that man inspires me and makes me just want to continue my journey and my writing and my podcast even though I don't have a, audi- a you know a real audience right now but I'm trying to get there and trying to get better at my craft so I try to be authentic as possible I know it's not perfect but we're gonna we're gonna get there and if you're joining me from the beginning um, we'll see where we at we're gonna look back in a year and see how nervous I was and all over the place I was and be like look where I started from but I just believe if you have a dream just stick to it Don't give up and stay consistent, and you'll be all right. So I thank you for tuning in, and I will do another pod tomorrow for sure. Happy Happy pre-Mother's Day to all the ladies out there. And we'll talk tomorrow when we recap SWV versus Escape. Thanks for tuning in. It's your girl Shanice, and I'll holler at you tomorrow.